Hello again, everyone. It's me, your old buddy, Steve Simonson. And I'm back again for an awesomers.com podcast. And we're going to do another live episode today. Uh, I kind of like these because it forces me to just do something. And then it's it's really easy to get the publishing done and so forth. Uh, it also has the video version. So for those of you listening on the podcast audio, you're not going to be able to see some of the videos that we're sharing today. And today is all about how do you get traffic to a site that is not Amazon. So how, if you're an Amazon seller and you have restrictions or problems, how do you get traffic to a site like a WooCommerce or Shopify or whatever? Is it even possible? There's so many of us that are stuck with this problem or, or we just say, well, there's no point in making a website of our own because we can't ever get traffic there. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So uh, let's uh, say a big hello to whoever's out there. Hello, Todd. It's good to see you. Hey, buddy. Um, and anybody out there who's uh, watching, please feel free to say hello and, and stop by. And I'm going to give you kind of a live demonstration. I'm even going to share um, a traffic flow from Google Analytics as we release a, um, a partnership. So I've got a partner. He's on the other end. He's about to hit send on an email. We're going to do it live. And we're going to show you how the traffic kind of goes from eh, right? Let me see if I can show traffic. Oh, I got to share the screen here. Bear with me. So give me give me the highs out there. So Facebook user says, uh, hi, Steve. Uh, so for those who uh, may have noticed the difference between Todd, who has apparently clicked the right permissions for StreamYard, and Facebook user, the robot, uh, you see the difference. But no matter who you are, I want to say welcome. I'm glad you're here. And again, my partner on the uh, affiliate side is going to hit a hit a go button here and show you what happens when you release a lot of traffic to a website. Now, I'm going to give you a view of that website traffic as it stands right now. And so, and I'm going to describe a problem. All right, so right now that website has the big fat zero. So this proves the point that you can't have any traffic if you... Uh, if you do not have uh, Amazon. So uh, let me just jump back to Facebook user while we monitor that live stream. Uh, Facebook user says, it's me, Steve, or it's me, Steve. So it could be another person named Steve, or it could just be someone named me. I don't know which. But if you have been wondering, as an Amazon seller, as an e-commerce player, how can you get traffic to your own site? And what are the steps that you need to take to get that traffic? Please uh, figure, or please watch this, and, and just we're gonna talk about some of the ways I can't give you the, some of the ultra super secret stuff, uh, but I will show you some directional stuff. So, oh, so Facebook user, in this case is Paul Miller. Welcome, Paul, nice to see you. I don't know how the StreamYard permissions go. There's something you have to click to, to let it show your, your face and your name and so forth, but it's a good thing. So as you guys can see, you're monitoring the traffic there and I'll just zoom in a minute and reframe this problem. So several weeks ago, I couldn't find face masks, and I said, this is a problem for me. So I figured out and turned out I had a close uh, connection. She owned a dental supply company. Uh, we figured out how to strike a deal, and I bought that dental supply company so I could get uh, her supply, uh, her pipeline of supply, as well as her um, existing inventory. And so we bought around 200,000 surgical face masks from her, plus other stuff. And the this led into okay we're now sharing this with the medical community with counties cities states etc and people keep asking us well now that you have that what else do you have and so that's led into n95s um 
we're working on about a hundred thousand of those or have now a hundred thousand of those very, very expensive, hard to find. Uh, the can 95s, we have a couple hundred thousand of those. So it's, it's built this whole thing. And this, this has been on, uh, the brand I bought is called Surgeson, Surgeson.com. And I'll just share that with you guys in the comments there. You may be able to see that. So Surgeson.com, but where the deal's not quite finalized yet. Uh, all the particulars and all the money more or less has changed hands, but um, we don't get kind of full control of that till tomorrow. So a lot of what we've been doing is on another brand, which I sold four years ago and then bought back. Uh, and I'm putting that in. It's called Kiasi.com. And Kiasi has a bunch of uh, consumer electronics and mobile accessories and, and just kind of a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> and I bought that back as a, at the end of a deal from the buyers. That was a good deal for them. It was a good deal for us. And I can talk about that another time, although with limited detail, because I'm buried under an avalanche of NDAs. So uh, let me just uh, give you this. So I haven't hit any go buttons yet. And you can see there's a couple people on the site. Maybe it's some of you guys, although uh, I see a source from Facebook. I see a source from Pinterest. And these are people that are just kind of uh, surfing the site. So we're going to talk today about the problem that Kiasi has. It can't sell or surge us in the same problem. We can't sell this stuff on Amazon yet. Uh, we are close to getting the whitelist approval from Amazon because we're legit and have all the documents and have all the procedures and so forth. But because we can't, we also can't advertise on Google. We can't advertise this stuff on Facebook, uh, Pinterest. You, you name the place. Everybody is like there's too many black hat crazy cheater people out there. We just have to say no to everyone right now. So that means we can't advertise it. We can't list it on the main sales channels. So what do you do, right? Fundamentally, that's a big problem, a restricted item. And maybe some of you guys have problems like this with supplements, other things. So I want to talk about how you build a portfolio a little bit of products. So one of our strategies is that instead of just having the restricted items, we have other things so that we can advertise those other things. And then we hope that we can have those people who show up to buy the regular things that they um, are able to buy the, the stuff that we can't advertise. And so that's kind of the big picture strategy. And I'm going to dive into that in a minute. Anybody who's uh, leaving the hellos, I'm going to get to you here. Um, Facebook user, which I will say is Paul Miller. He asked for customer service help. I have no idea, Paul. I am uh, not the tech department. But somewhere StreamYard's going to ask you for permission so that you'll look like Ralph. Hey, Ralph. Hey, buddy. Good to see you. Welcome. And uh, we're on awesomers.com slash 182. And we got the hashtag entrepreneur. You rock, Steve. And that is an unbiased opinion. And I declare it to be absolutely accurate as well. Uh, Carlos. Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, he says, yo, Steve, what's the process of getting approved on Amazon? Man, I can't even begin to tell you how complex it is. But let's just say that uh, we absolutely, absolutely uh, are working on that. And, and you know, the process ain't easy, but it is uh, something that has huge potential. So we, we pretty much are kind of trying to keep the avalanche away from our key Amazon contacts. But uh, it's, it's something that is obviously quite important to us because we want to sell uh, COVID-19 helpful things that will get out to the people who need it. So... Uh, I'm just checking my router. Uh, I saw somebody says their stream froze. So the, the the root question is, if you build that portfolio, can you build enough traffic? And I think the answer is, yeah, you can kind of build enough traffic. Uh, you can see, you know, when we started the, the little monitoring there, it was at zero and then it's up to four. 
but I have worked with a very, very, uh, <laughs> Carlos is given the, hey, hook us up, brother. Well, I'll put it this way. Uh, those hookups are not uh, easy and they uh, require a lot of political capital and, uh, and more. So uh, we'll see what happens. But mostly we're going to share that kind of stuff with the Empowery e-commerce cooperative. This is the group that I support and it's the non-profit member-owned cooperative that all of you should be a member of by now. Uh, and here's a little plug for it right now, empowery.coop. Uh, this is something I believe in and we're gonna share a lot more about these details in the, in the uh, uh, upcoming sessions with members only and you're gonna see why. So I'm now signaling my partner in the affiliate space to run his campaign and uh, let's see if we can see anything happen. And I'm just gonna talk you through if it, if it works or it doesn't work. So this particular group has uh, a list of several hundred thousand. Well, they have a series of lists, each about three to 800,000 users. And they broadcast, they send live memos, uh, notifications on desktops, all kinds of different ways. And then they try to drive traffic to you. And that's clearly part of their strategy. Again, forgive me, I'm checking my router. I see a little bit of uh, bounciness in my signal. And so when we start to see that, and let's see if I can just go big here on the screen for a minute. You see right now, it's again, could be some of you guys um, and you know, could be some other people. Yeah, so now we can start to see some of their, their sites uh, impacting. And I'll just scroll down a little bit and you can see that they're now sending a bunch of traffic. Now, there's definitely some junk traffic in here. Let's not, let's not, you know, kid ourselves, the way these affiliates work is just kind of on massive volume. And their strategy is to put enough eyeballs and put enough traffic there to make a difference on a sales basis. Now there's there's side benefits to this. There's some danger to it to an extent as well. The side benefit is the more Google sees the traffic increasing, the more they see the, um, the popularity and of course the stickiness matters in terms of how Google scores that the more that the, you will find that you become popular as a site and, and you're, you're ranking all of your keywords, all of that stuff goes up because Google is kind of like high school. And this works kind of like Amazon too. Any ranking algorithm is like high school. If you're popular and you have a, a click and you have a lot of um, signals, social and traffic and otherwise that show that you know people care about you and they're, they're sticking around with you, they're hanging out with you, that means they, they assume that the society, that the, the social proof means that you can be trusted more than uh, somebody who just popped up, you know, a year ago. So I'm going to go back to the comments. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Uh, well, we're not negotiating, Carlos. Uh, I'm, not, uh, uh, I'm not negotiating that. Uh, if I could get you approved on Amazon, I'll take half uh, equity in your company. How about that? Uh, and you don't even have to join the co-op. That's my counter offer. <laughs> uh, so let's see here. Uh, can you increase quality of the stream? Oh, you cannot see. Um, uh, my apologies. I don't know how to increase the quality of the stream. Let's see. I'll, I'll try to zoom in for you. I see it is quite small there. Uh, let's see if I can find a way to do that. So um, bear with me. I apologize. Camera. I'm going to try to go to, oh, the highest I can do is 720, according to uh, StreamYard. So my apologies that uh, I, I don't have more for you. 
Um, but you can see that, you know, they, they've now started the broadcast and the notifications and they're going to get people, to, you know, to show up. And again, we don't know the, the full impact of it. it. It takes time for this. Often these people will be retargeted now, and this will give us the chance to, um, you know, determine if they are really a viable customer or not. My point of this, and this isn't intended to be a long broadcast. My point is that there are lots of ways to build traffic and, you know, some of the ways, uh, again, that I'll, I'll share now is you build that portfolio and then you advertise those on various channels. And you will be surprised at how inexpensive some of these channels can be. Uh, for example, uh, our good buddies at uh, Pinterest have very, very good traffic. They have for years. I, I remember talking about this uh, with my buddy Carlos there and, and some others in a mastermind four or five years ago now. And Pinterest was great then and it's still great now. Uh, Facebook is harder, uh, but it still has value. And so we I want to say that there's always the opportunity to find hope out there, right? And you, you have to do some work. You have to create some ads. You have to think about the creatives. You got to make sure that the pages you create have reasonable um, copy and reasonable opportunity for you to convert, right? The so-called optimization. And there's a whole series of people in the CRO, conversion something optimization. And no, I'm not trying to drive uh, this stuff to Amazon detail pages because Amazon won't let me list this product on Amazon right now. Um, although again, we're, we think we're gonna get whitelisted uh, on this because we have, we're the real deal, we follow the rules and, and we're not the fly-by-night black hat players. But we can't drive this traffic today to Amazon. There's no point to it because Amazon won't let us list these products. Um, that said, in the future, if we build them as customers, we have retargeting, we can do whatever we want with them, right? It, maybe we have a new launch and we have a retargeting audience. Yes, we could then send that traffic towards Amazon. Uh, for anybody that we make sales on, we're able to go ahead and market them in whatever way we see fit. There's just lots and lots of possibilities. And, you know, from, from me to you, I want to say that all of this, when we talk about, you know, how do you increase sales on Amazon? How do you rank on Amazon? How do you sell off of Amazon? How do you get traffic off of Amazon? How do you get conversion off of Amazon? All of these things, uh, they're all just problems that need, you know, a solution. And I, I try to think of things like a Rubik's Cube, right? Every, every problem that shows up is kind of a Rubik's Cube. And the first time, if you've tried to solve a Rubik's Cube, if you're like me anyway, you kind of throw the thing back and you're like, this is impossible. Whoever made this is stupid, right? And you just kind of lash out that everything's bad and everybody's screwing you over. Uh, anyway, you can see I have a very bad temperament. Uh, but, you know, over time you start playing with that thing, you pick it up eventually, you dust it off, you apologize to the, the cube and you say, hey, uh, let me see if I can get better at this. And indeed you do get better. You you figure out, oh, wait a minute, I can get one side done. And then next thing you know, you got a couple sides. And pretty soon you go, oh, wait a minute. Now it's very predictable. Well, each of these problems that exist is a new Rubik's Cube for us. They don't have the same pattern. Otherwise, it would be easy. Although if you see a similar problem, you can start down that, that same pattern of solution. And maybe that strategy or tactic will work. That's no problem. Uh, but I will say unequivocally that every one of these problems have a solution. And for us, it's just a matter of having the patience to find the solution. And you can see they're, they're sending some stuff. Um, most of them are going to the, the one landing page that we're, we're working on. And um, you can see it's a, it's a mix of 
four or five of their websites kind of sending stuff. We've got some Facebook stuff in there. And again, my apologies if you can't actually see the URLs. That's just the nature of the beast, uh, unfortunately. Uh, we'll try to find maybe a better solution for that in the future. So the premise of this broadcast is, is it possible to get attention? Is it possible to get traffic? And then if you can get traffic, can you make sales? And I can say, um, uh, although I can't show you in, in real time or I, I can't redact the screens that need uh, to have the NDAs honored, but I can tell you the sales on this particular brand are up in a very substantial fashion. Uh, and th so it's there is some trickle down, right? It's, it's not a perfect conversion arc, especially when you do these uh, affiliate blasts, but there certainly can be very advantageous um, outcomes from traffic, from visibility, from ranking on Google, and indeed from the actual sales. So if you guys have questions, please, please uh, share those. So I see a question came in. What's the average conversion rate using this site uh, uh, over 30 days? So uh, the answer is uh, it varies. So if we if we have a, a kind of a, a steadier, steady stream of just straight paid traffic from a major search engine, then it's going to range between 4 and 7% conversion. If we put in a bunch of traffic from affiliates, which have a tendency to vary in quality, then the traffic can, can drop by 50% or even 75% in terms of conversion rates. But if the traffic goes up you know, by 10 times, then you can start doing the math that it still may be worthwhile. And remember that the we're able to you know put cookies, we're able to uh, track this traffic now and retarget them. So over time, there may be some uh, backup benefit. And I, I want to say one thing: if you guys have never uh, advertised off of Amazon, you may not understand this. But with different products, there are different sales cycles. So we have some products that the sales cycle is basically if they don't make the purchase in. 24 or 48 hours, you're kind of out like a trout. They've made a decision, they bought somewhere else. There's other products that take time. And one of the products we have is a, a much bigger ticket, more considered purchase. And the, the average gestation period, if you will, was a, around 30 days. So we knew that if we spent money today, we're not gonna get that money returned to us for 30 days. And it wasn't even just an instinct we ran the statistical analysis called the chi-squared analysis. You can go look up the formula on Google. And we took all of our traffic and we took all of our uh, ad costs and we lined them up in the, the appropriate data sets. And the chi-squared said, yes, something like 89 or you know 90% of your traffic is responsible, your paid traffic is responsible for your sales 30 days hence. And so there actually are ways that you can track this stuff and bring data to help you make good decisions. It's not just speculation. It's not just um, uh, kind of a, a question of, is this possible or is this not possible? It's all possible. And it's a question up to you to figure out, is it something that you can do? Uh, in other words, do you have the resources? Do you have the understanding? Uh, do you have a a team to help you with this stuff. And if not, you just have to take baby steps. And then secondarily, do you understand the math that goes into it, right? Do you do you know your cost per acquisition? Do you know you know how to calculate that? Do you, do you know your lifetime value of a customer? Do you know how to calculate that? All of these things are quite essential to understand and to know. So 
we're, we're tr I'm trying to demonstrate to you guys that, in fact, you know, you can generate sales and traffic off of Amazon. In this case, we're forced to do it. We don't have a choice. Amazon didn't say, hey, uh, would you like to sell? No, they said everybody can't sell this product. They just kicked everybody off. And they did the right thing. I, I have to admit that in the world of fly-by-night black hat competitors, particularly in this category, they should not trust anyone until they're proven. And I, I do want to say this. They should do more of that. Uh, the fact that so many sellers can sell without a, a U.S. bank account or without a U.S. entity seems unfair to me. This is, happens to be about the U.S., but I feel the same in Europe, right? Now Europe says, hey, if you don't have a VAT, you can't sell here. That's a good point to make it even and to make sure that people from outside have to take the same compliance steps and the same things to become um, viable sellers on the Amazon uh, network, the Amazon marketplace, wherever, wherever they may be. So we've got Sai, um, could driving off Amazon decrease the organic placements for the listing? Even 4 to 7% CR conversion rate might decrease. So first of all, um, let's, not, let's not mix up conversion rates. So the conversion rate you see on Amazon is not the same as a conversion rate you see on Shopify or WooCommerce. Uh, for a lot of our stuff, basically, if you sell 20 or more items, I would probably recommend WooCommerce. Uh, and I would hook that up to parsimony.com. All of the, the stuff comes in and out, and it's very, very systemic. Uh, if you want to do, if you have 20 items or less, maybe Shopify is easier, more appropriate. Also can be hooked up to parsimony, by the way. Um, but the point is, when you, you're comparing the detail page on Amazon, you do not see all the upstream traffic that happened, all the things that happened before they click to that page. You only see that page versus sales. And yes, on a very technical basis, that is a conversion rate, but it's not nearly the same as a conversion rate of somebody coming in at the top of the funnel, somewhere on the website, and then trickling down and then making a purchase. Very, very, very different metrics. And by the way, I've seen a study. I, I don't, I, I can't name it for you off the top of my head, but the study basically said when they compared all of the Amazon traffic coming from the top of Amazon's funnel, right, somewhere in Amazon, down to the detail pages and purchases, their conversion rate was kind of in the the three to six percent, which was double the average e-commerce conversion. So amazing, as always, Amazon's amazing but not nearly what you see on your listing that might be 10, 20, 30, 40%. You see people saying, hey, my, my, my product converts at 70% or 60% or whatever. And I will just tell you, uh, no, it doesn't. Yes, it might on the detail page comparison alone. But if you really took the, the Amazon conversion traffic from the top to the bottom, it's not like nearly 70%. It's 70% when somebody arrives on your page and then they make the purchase. And I will just say, uh, philosophically, that will be hard to manage and hard to maintain over time. I think ranges anywhere from 10 to, to 40% on Amazon are, are quite good, and they vary by product. Um, and, and so uh, size point is, if you have a low conversion rate on your product on Amazon, whatever the fair number is, that might uh, decrease your, your page's conversion rate. And I just want to say that, Conversion rate is not the only thing Amazon looks at, right? They look at time on page. They look at add to carts. They look at wish list. They look at total engagement. And so 
the idea that sending outside traffic uh, to Amazon can, can be a terrible thing for you because it lowers your conversion rate is not 100% accurate. There are nuances to that question and to that answer. And so I will, uh, I'll kind of leave that there. So if you guys have questions, uh, this was meant to just be a kind of a quick little demo where we're working with an affiliate. They have, um, you know, very large lists and they are trying to help us promote something that we can't promote in very many places. So you have to kind of uh, make deals and, and figure out how to make this stuff work. Uh, and we're just, we're trying stuff. Um, and frankly, a lot of the stuff is working. Uh, it doesn't all work perfectly, but a lot of the stuff is working pretty ding dang well. So uh, anyway, that's a live look at something. This is happening right now. Um, and, you know, later on today, it'll probably go down once the list is, uh, you know, fully notified and kind of exhausted. But the point then for any uh, seller, any e-commerce person is to, how do you stack offers? Or how do you have these offers come on a regular basis? Because once you figure out, you put money in the top of the funnel, and if profit comes out of the bottom of the funnel, then you can put more money in the top of the funnel, right? And, and that is what makes a sustainable business. That's the same thing you do on Amazon, by the way. Uh, you On Amazon pay-per-click, ultimately, you will try to make it something that is sustainable. You're counting often, Amazon sellers like myself, we count on organic traffic bumps to, to <laughs> what would I say, to cover up the overspend that happens in pay-per-click uh, because many of us will lean into pay-per-click at, economics that are not directly sustainable, but in aggregate, if you factor in uh, the organic boosts long-term, there are, can be very much worthwhile. So anyway, uh, I will thank everybody. This is, if you want to see a replay of this, you can go to awesomers.com slash 182 and you'll be able to see uh, some of the details. You'll be able to replay this and you'll be able to hear very pithy and hilarious comments like Ralph, right? Out like a trout. That is a real thing. Um, and so anyway, I appreciate everybody joining in and thank you very much. Uh, we're, we're not going to get into the details of these things. Uh, certainly not uh, in public. We share these uh, with our, our private groups of masterminds and so forth. Uh, but I do want to say that there is hope. People all around the world can, can make, you know, if you have something of value, if you have something in demand, if you try to send somebody to buy your old pair of socks, it's unlikely no matter how much traffic you send, they're going to buy it, right? So having the full chain of value is essential. And uh, you have to have that before you really uh, get yourself in business. So uh, thanks again, everybody. I really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time on the awesomers.com podcast. You can find us on any major podcasting platform. See you later, everybody.